coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you. We're going to talk about some stuff. I'm going to invite some people, some groups right about now. While we're doing this, I'm just going to let you know, um, we will be talking about uh, the UFC this past weekend and some other um, martial arts related stuff. But we're gonna—I'm gonna invite a couple more people on here, and then we're gonna get started. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, this, and by the way, guys, this was uh, UFC 256, right? It was a it pay -per -view. Was, yeah, pay-per-view. It was good with a fighter who fought three weeks ago. Yeah, Davison yeah. Figueredo. Yeah, it was. Um, and actually, the the flyweight division is—it's exciting division. I don't oh my know. god! This is a good fight. Oh my god! I don't know the division. Yes, maybe not the division. But just this fight. fight. This fight alone was. Uh, well, who, look, these guys are in the division, I guess. I, I thought this uh, for a flyweight fight, entertaining fight. Yeah, yeah and Davison's figure out just looks so strong as a flyweight. And here you got coming on, and Moreno. Moreno was. Oh my god! His his. His personality is just—he has such a good personality. It's like he like has the biggest smile, and he looks like a kid, and he acts like a kid in a candy store. I mean, after a brutal fight like that—I mean, brutal. Not only did he get punched in the head, kicked in the head, he got—he got eye poked, he got kicked in the groin. I mean, this was a fight. Twenty-five minutes of nonstop all-out battle not only was it fight of the night but dana and, and a lot of the announcers who have seen quite a few fights think it was the best fight ever in the flyweight division of all times and they're talking about you know one of the best fights of the year yeah but uh best fight ever in flyweight division it I was don't know. If that's what, the fight was good it was back and forth it was close you yeah. didn't know who was gonna win they both had their moments it was and it went five rounds five hard rounds yeah. Yeah, not just it went five rounds, it went five hard it rounds. It went five hard rounds. And it was, I mean, yeah, it was um it was uh it was a great fight showing great skills. Um Figueroa looked like he was uh a little too a little too strong, not too tough. Nobody's too tough for Brandon Moreno, but he was a little too strong. He was walking him down, and it just looked like his punches had a little more effect on Moreno than Moreno's punches had on him. I would agree with that. Well, that's just Davis and Figueredo for a flyweight. He hits. Oh, God. Like he hits so hard. They said he cuts a lot of weight, which, you know, you don't know how that's going to affect you in five rounds because he's used to winning in the first round. Yeah. But he did well. He did. He five did. Five rounds, five brutal rounds of pushing forward and pushing the fight. And he, um, I don't know, his cardio held out. I mean, one thing that stood out was his walking down uh, Moreno. And I actually wrote, that was one of my notes I was writing, you know, that he was walking walking him down. And then, boom, I heard uh, 
I heard uh, Joe Rogan say how he's just walking him down. I mean, that was the perfect explanation of how he wasn't, he wasn't cutting off the cage. He wasn't dancing. He wasn't running forward. He was just walking him down and, and firing shots. And, and uh, Moreno had some great speed, great, uh, you know, great counters. He had some beautiful head kicks. And he also had some really good and well-timed takedowns, which to me made the fight a one-point one, a one fight. I thought it was two rounds to three. And for, so did for, the referees. Uh, for Figueredo? To, yeah, for Figueredo. Because he got a point taken away. And then he got point taken away, so that would have made it a draw, which it was. And, I mean, I don't know if you can argue that point, but uh, it was um, it was, um, it was super close. If there wasn't that point, I, w- I think I would have given it to Figueroa. You know, just... Just on the, um, even if all of the things were, were equal, which they weren't, um, Figueroa landed more, Moreno got more takedowns, but I think Figueroa dominated a little more because he was the aggressor and he was walking him down. And so, the punches he landed seemed to be more effective, have, although he landed some amazing shots on Brandon Moreno and they, he didn't go down. I mean, he was tough. He's not going. He wasn't going anywhere. So this would be a great fight for a rematch. This that would is, be. A, this that, is a good matchup. This is a good matchup of styles. Good matchup of uh, guys that were very respectful for to each other and something, man, that definitely people would watch again. They would. It was. Yeah. Uh, there so was, was a some question fight. for a while if he'd broken his arm. Joe Rogan was yeah. convinced he had a broken arm, but I watched the post-fight interview and he said no, his shoulder was bothering, but he's fine now. Yeah. I had some tendonitis from throwing so many jabs. <laughs> yeah, it was his left shoulder, not oh his left God. arm. And yeah. the other thing I found interesting was Figueredo would switch stances, and Joe Rogan pointed this out. As soon as he would switch into southpaw, he would throw all those body kicks or the head kicks. Uh, it's kind of his tell. We'll have to see if he keeps doing that in the future. But Joe Rogan had his number right away. He's like, as soon as you see him switch stances, he's throwing a body, and then he would throw the kick. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what I mean, he uses that stance for. He. He can be he can be a bit um, and he was telegraphing on some of his punches too, but he hits so hard and he's so aggressive just coming forward relentlessly that sometimes his telegraphing didn't really make a difference because it was coming and it was going to either land or not and and uh, and he just threw it anyway and the preponderance of his attacks. Um, was the telling, you know, uh, was the telling tale of, of the decision. I think, I think it's just the fact that he kept coming forward. He was relentless. Uh, Brandon was great, but I think the fact that, um, uh, Figueroa was just so relentless and he showed so much power. He's like a machine. He just kept coming forward like a robot. Just, it was, it was a scary fight. You know, this is sorry to cut you off, but it's something I just thought of was, this was a fun fight to watch for another reason. They had two corners that were nuts. They got one corner yelling Portuguese, right? Yeah. And the other corner yelling Spanish so loud. It's not like there's a crowd at this fight. They were so loud. Like the commentators almost couldn't hear each other, um, which was awesome. And it made me think about watching a college football game where they're piping in crowd noise because there's no crowd yeah they're piping in fake booing and fake cheering 
They are? Yes. And it just makes you see a real this sport as a, such a more real sport. I can't. It's like having a laugh track on a sitcom, like where there's not really people there and yeah. there's people laughing. Yeah. Why would it, why do sports do that? This is was so good. You had two corners that were so loud and so just screaming. I didn't even know instructions. That. Well, if you watch that fight again, it was great because yeah, you could hear. I don't even know who either one of their trainers you is. You hear Moreno's corner yelling in Spanish, and they're just oh going nuts. And it was so loud in that little arena just from their corners. It was pretty cool. So, I mean, it's going to seem so weird when there's a crowd back at the UFC. Yeah. But at least UFC isn't piping in fake crowd noise. Like that would that would just I don't know. This is a whole nother level. Yeah. Not my thing. No. No. I mean fake. I another thing about it was um um it just showed showed so much I think that fight just showed so much about martial arts and martial artists. It just, I mean... Like after the fight? It was, uh, yeah, just the way there was... Even during the fight, there was a lot of respect and a lot of... Uh, there was and, an intense stare down, wasn't there, in the beginning? But, uh, but uh, afterwards, they Figueroa, hugged each other. And... Figueroa did, and, and Moreno was more... Figueroa is just a smiling guy. I mean, he's he's smiling all the time. So that was a good fight. Um, I now expected we, this next fight to be a better fight. Yeah, um... I honestly think um, the the arm injury thing effect was this one more than the one before. So you you're know, talking one, about Tony Ferguson. Tony, and, uh, Tony Ferguson looked Charles, like dude. What is Dubronx? His nickname is Dubronx Oliveira. Oh, this guy has been on the rise, man. Oh my god, Charles Charles Oliveira. We've been watching him fight. I mean, he's been undefeated for a while. Yeah, but man, he's amazing. But on paper, you look at this fight, you're like, man, this is going to be a war. This why is yeah. this the main event? Um, and it wasn't. It was no. not. It was frustrating. It was. It wasn't. You know, Tony Ferguson. I don't know how hurt he got, but it was just frustrating that he couldn't do anything. I honestly think that that first round arm bar, um, ugly, ugly, which he was saved by the bell. Um, I think that affected the rest of the fight. I think he did not throw that left hand um, like he usually does. He didn't throw it for a while. Right after that, the the second round. So instead of this armbar, though, this armbar was like 10 seconds from the end of the round one or two. And Charles Oliveira gets his armbar and then he puts it like behind his own body as the guy's Tony Ferguson's hand and his elbow is bent back the wrong direction, like 30 degrees. Like you might see that in one of the women's fights where they're super flexible. Yeah. But that is that's torn ligaments or a broken elbow every time. Yeah. And Tony Ferguson just acts like it didn't happen. I don't know how. He did act like it didn't happen. Oh, I'll tell you how. He's just that tough. But even well, no matter how tough he is, I don't think he just used it effectively after that. I mean, I don't think he used it barely at all the second round. Then the third round, he did throw it a little bit, but not with much power. Um, I think that, I mean, you know, more kudos to Charles Oliveira, and he did great. And I'm not saying that it would have changed the outcome of the fight, but I definitely think it would have changed the way that uh, Tony Ferguson fought. Yeah, Tony Ferguson's game was just stifled, and I don't know. I think it was before that too. Yeah, just the whole whole entire fight. This was a fight that what was it judged? It was like thirty to twenty six or something yeah. across the board, something like yeah. that. 
Um, it was a one-sided fight. It was, it, you know, it's never when, gonna... when do you see a Tony Ferguson fight that's like one-sided against him like that? It was just terrible. It was it was hard to watch for that reason for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, but uh, I still think I still think that first round armbar attempt had a lot to do with Ferguson's um, performance. Um, but but then again, in the, even in the beginning of the first round, it looked like he was being stifled or or you know shut, shut down, down. Yeah. so so yeah so there was that and then i hope for uh tony's fine and uh yeah i did i, I tried to look today if there he had some injury reported but i didn't see anything yet i think he'll make a comeback and then let's go one more fight well, how old is tony ferguson now he's late 30s i don't know i think 36 or something 36 37 so yeah but he's always been that top contender guy that's had all these fights kind of just miss him for the championship. And that was, that was hard to watch for me. It, was. it wasn't hard because he got beat up like his last fight. <laughs> like his last fight, it was at Justin Gage. He gets so beat up. Yeah. But it was just hard to watch him just not be able to get that fight going. And I think you're right. I think the arm bar caused it. Anyway, could, what was the next fight you watched not. on this? I want to talk about uh, Junior DeSantos against uh, – Cyril Gain. Um, what I miss? I didn't see this one. Yeah, uh, it just it. What is that? Like the fifth or sixth in a row that that Junior DeSantos gets stopped, lost. I mean, he he lost like five in a row, maybe six. I'm not sure. But I just hate to see him lose, man. Another talk about a smiling, great guy that just just uh, has a great personality. Um, but man, I don't know, man. I mean, getting KO'd that many times, and you know, heavyweight. I mean, that's it's much more you know common. But I got to give him this though. Before he got stopped, which was in the second round, I believe, um, he he was looking fantastic. He looked like he had his hook, he had his speed. Um, it looked like he was doing really good. He was getting tagged with some vicious leg kicks, but then he got caught, um, and uh, he just, you know, he got caught with an elbow. He got caught against the cage, and then the guy landed a, a pretty solid elbow, and the fight was over. Um, you just hate to see a smiling, great warrior like uh, Junior DeSanto get hurt like that, and especially fight after fight. So... I think he should rethink something, redo something, um, or maybe not fight anymore. I just I don't like to see. I'm not I'm not talking about the losses in a row, but I just hate to see guys like that get knocked out. I hope he doesn't get hurt. So, um, but he did look great going, you know, right up to the stoppage. It was a very competitive fight back and forth, and I think he could have won just almost as easily. But like I said, you hate to see icons like that get KO'd and that many times in a row. It's going to start taking its effect uh, sooner or later. Hopefully not sooner. So anyway, there's that one. Then let's talk about performance of the night. This fight was crazy. This was crazy. Kevin Holland against Jacare Souza. What a what? big name for Kevin Holland to fight. Yeah, it was. Um, so it was pretty much even odds. Um, 
And Kevin Holland. How many fights has he had this year? Like five? He's, yeah, he's had the most you know, That's ever. insane. And then he won them all? Yeah, he's. He said he was willing to come back next weekend. Yeah, he wants to fight again next weekend. He, you know, first round, um, he gets taken down. And he plays, instead of trying to get right back up against Jacare Souza. Jacare Souza is the best. If not the very best, I mean, one of the top three jiu-jitsu guys in all of the UFC. I mean, he's like the jiu-jitsu guy. And so Holland ends up on the bottom real quick. Jacare got a good takedown. I think it was the second one. And and uh, Kevin, instead of just trying to get back up and panicking from the bottom, he starts throwing up. Triangle, Uma Plata, all kind of stuff from the bottom. Like he's trying to submit Jacare from the bottom. Jacare kind of moves back a little. He he wedges his 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 shin right there against you know from 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 his open guard, and then he puts his left foot on Jacare's hip, pushes out and leans up, catches him with a right hook from his back. From his back. That's crazy. And basically knocks him out. You know, he basically knocks him out. That that punch rocked Jacare. Jacare falls backwards for all intents and purposes. He's already knocked out. And then Kevin Holland, you know, lands a couple, three more punches, which were not necessary. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't, I mean, he wasn't supposed to throw him, but I think Jacare was done already. He was out. He was out. And um, he was not, and that was a bad knockout. He, yeah. he almost like, they, again, they put him on the stool, and he's still unconscious. He's like, yeah, he's like falling forward from the stool. Yeah, that was a bad knockout. But it was a beautiful performance. Beautiful performance. I can't believe uh, this guy, Kevin Holland, who has great takedowns, great uh, – he has submission uh, finishes. He's great striking, great knockouts, kicks and punches. And now he was great off his back, not only throwing up submissions on Jacare Souza, but then he, le- he he gets creative with his striking and lands this beautiful hook. It was kind of the opposite of uh, who's that guy that did the the hammer blow? Remember he did the hammer blow? Well, he brought it up in his post fight interview, didn't he? Didn't Kevin Holland talk about the other? Uh, knockout off the back. It was a hammer blow. Well, who was the guy? Uh, was from England. Uh, from uh, from Florida. But anyway, it was it was similar. But the fact that you can generate that kind of power with a hook, as opposed to the hammer blow, both of them both of them are creative. Oh, Nico. Yeah, his name is Nico. Nico Price. Nico Price. Yeah. But just getting the generating the power to knock some out with a hook, standing. That takes some skill. Doing it from your back, that is the next level of skill and the next level of striking. You know striking. what it reminds me of when we're when we do that stance for practicing our swing, you know, practicing our punches and stuff when you're in horse stance. Yeah. And you can't engage your hips. Yeah. That's basically what he yeah. was doing. Yeah. You can't engage your hips. Knockout power without engaging your hips, I would say, is pretty impressive. That so was impressive. knockout of the year candidate right there at the squeaked yeah. in at the end of the year, I'm sure. It was it was it was impressive as shit. I mean, 
I think this this kid, uh, Kevin Holland, man, I he, I see him going all the way. You I know mean, what the best part about him is? Is not only is he's on this winning streak and he's got these great highlight reel finishes. He talks too, like yeah. he's he's on his back telling uh, Jacare he's having fun or whatever. He's, he whatever said, "I had a dream about this." <laughs> right? He said, he's, "I had a dream. I had a dream about this not, last like, night." Quietly talking to him, he's like yelling in there in the ring, yeah. talking to his opponent during the fight, which I think fans love stuff like that. Yeah, like, and he's not. I mean, he's not being a douchebag. Just be, he's a he's a funny, charismatic guy. Yeah, it's the charisma. He, he's that. He's a charismatic guy, like like Ali was, and you know some of the other guys that you know you can shit talk, but you do it well. You know, you're not just, uh, you know. Just, just blunt and 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 just you know you're just, you're you're just uh, abusive or uh, you know you're like fingernails on a chalkboard. Some guys when they talk, they're just like, oh man, shut up. This guy is fun and he's charismatic and he's sharp and there's no cringy to his. Uh, yeah, it's not like what's his name, Cejudo. <laughs> the exact opposite of, of that kind of talk. Yeah, his his. You just want to see Kevin all fight again. I want to see him fight again oh next God. week. I want to get him on the show. I'm going to try to get him on the show. You know Kevin Holland? I, I don't know him that well, but we've chatted back and forth. In fact, we were having some chatting the night before the fight. On on, uh, We were texting each other. What did you tell him? Uh, I told did him, you tell him to create distance like that? I told him distance is king. <laughs> That's what he did. Distance is king. He That's all I told away. him. He kicked him away with his foot and knocked distance him Distance is king. See? <laughs> Hello? I need some You told him to do that? Somewhat, I, I knew he could kind of. That up on the oh, that was all me. <laughs> I would love to have him on the show, though. Um, he is so creative and skilled. Um, I see him going all the way. I mean, I love Jacare Souza. I love him, and I hope he's back. He's forty-one years old. He got hurt. He got he got knocked. That that fight. He needs to, okay, Jacare or anybody from your camp watching this. You should not even be sparring or any kind of contact any kind of head contact for at least three months after a knockout like that at least three months please there's no need for that i'm sure you're you're doing well i'm sure you're okay you know financially and everything i'm not sure but i would guess please don't get in the head for another three months that was a brutal knockout you're a great fighter great warrior but um we don't need to see you get hurt. Unbelievable uh, fight by Kelvin, Kevin Holland. Um, creative as shit. So it would be a blast to talk to him. Yeah, I'll get. I'll try to get him on here. Don't you know, Kevin? Little, don't big league me, please. Come on, don't be a big leaguer, man. Come on, brother. Be on our podcast. But anyway, Mackenzie Dern against Verna. I'm not even gonna try to say her last name. That was a good fight. That was a three uh, three round decision. Uh, it went back and forth, and poor Mackenzie got a brutal with from a knee cut and broken nose. Um, it was in I don't know, it might have been the first round. I'm, yeah, it got in the first round I think because while she was on her back, it was she was you know great submissions from her back, but blood was just pouring into her eyes. Uh, but she came back. I thought she won. I thought she lost the second round and then came back and won the third round. Definitely won the first round. So it was a good fight. This girl is tough as shit. That was her first fight in the uh, in the UFC, I think. Verna, 
and she will be back. I mean, she is a force. That was that was a close fight, and Mackenzie Mackenzie Dern won. Uh, great watching her fight. Did she so, win on experience? Uh, could have been, or just, or just toughness. I think it was. It turned down to just turned out to just be a war of attrition. So those were the fights, guys. Practice that strike off the back. I'm gonna put it up on my on my private Facebook group on how Kevin did that. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to have him show us how he did it, maybe do a little video for us. But if not, I will do it and I'll show you that video of how he did it because it's a great technique. And um, you know, I, I want to put that one up. And then what else we got? Anything else? Well, just the next weekend's fight. Next Is weekend. Next weekend. Yeah, it's the nineteenth. Who's fighting? Stephen Thompson. Thompson. And Neil. Okay. Not Neil Magny. Yeah. Jeff Neil. I thought it was. I thought it was Neil Magny. It's Jose not. Aldo and Marlon Vera. What? Michelle Pereira. Wait, Marlon Vera. Chaos Williams. Chaos. Chaos. Chaos is fighting again. Again. Man, they got and Marlon Moraes is fighting. Chaos got that had that brutal knockout. Um, what do you, how do you knock Tybura out? Tybura and Greg Hart. This is a big stack. How do you knock Anthony out this guy? Anthony Pettis is fighting. Oh, that Marlos Morris. Anthony Pettis, Greg Hardy's fighting, and, uh, and Rob Font. Fighting. Oh my God, this is this should be a pay per view. I know what's going on. Is with that this even card? a pay per view? No. That is crazy. We should be watching this fight. Oh, we are so watching that fight. It's December nineteenth. Oh, is we that are it so for the year. That? What, what did uh, Chaos do? Who did he knock out not that long ago? Uh, how did he knock the guy out? Remember? Was he do the spinning back, spinning kick from being his leg grab? Is that him? No, that wasn't him. Forget the way he knocked out his last guy. You guys remember? He knocked someone out of his last fight. It was a really, really creative knockout. Um, I don't 31 remember. 31 seconds into round one. Yeah, I don't remember. Alisson. I don't remember how he knocked him out. Who remembers? He not remember it was. Uh, I think he was the. Uh, oh, Alassane was throwing a leg kick and he caught him with the right hand. Oh yeah. Right. You know what I mean? How does what feel? Robert or Ken? Ken, Caden. How does what feel? He's asking some. I'm not looking back here. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, it'll be fun watching Wonder Boy. Yeah, that'll be fun. If you guys have any questions, let us know. We got a wealth of information right here. We got an orthopedic surgeon. If you got any kind of uh, rotator cuff uh, tears or something, um, you know, he might. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he could. He could do some kind of virtual sur uh, <laughs> surgery. B of A. What? Tell us. B. What is B of A? What is Caden talking about, man? Bank of America? What know. does that even mean, brother? What are you talking about? Man, you're just coming out with just some crazy stuff. Is he trolling us? What is that? Isaiah Hughes is watching. What? You know that guy. Isaiah is like a son to me. I love it. Where's my granddaughter? I want to see her tonight. So anyway, you guys got any questions? That was the fights. Great fights this weekend. Um... Any lessons for uh, self-defense in there? Yeah, big lesson. The striking off the back is something we should all practice, and I'm going to put a couple videos up on that. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, thank you very much. What do you got? Is it where my, uh, Michelle's. Um, I'll tell you one other thing, striking off the back. 
was the up kick off the back. Oh, you know what? With the that down bothers opponent. me. How that do you, bothers how do you have me. a down opponent when you're down? You're, if Are you're you on down? your back, that's a stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid role. I didn't like role. that either. If you're on your back and some guy's on one knee punching you, you should be able to kick up. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing in the world down, that you can't. Down opponent means an opponent you're over. Yeah. If you're over someone you're punching under them. That, you're under the down opponent. Is yeah. Dumb. That is a dumb rule. Yeah. That one, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, that's a crazy. It's like a... It's like a 12 to 6 elbow. These kind of rules should just be like, they should, I know what they're for. You're not supposed to kick a downed opponent in the face. That means if they're on their back and they're helpless, and it's, so you can't soccer kick, basically, or knee them. But like, this guy's defending himself. Right, but somebody's on so top. Dumb. He's barely on his knee, and he's on his other foot punching down. They didn't talk about it. That is not a downed that. opponent. That's a, That's a dumbass rule. It's like 12 to 6. That's how stupid it is. Or you can't hit in the back of the head. I mean, why would anybody complain to get hit in the back of the head or get hit in the front of the head or the side of the head? What I mean, why would you care? And what's the difference? If you get knocked out on the chin, are you going to say, oh, he hit on the chin, can't hit on the chin? It's, it's a dumb rule, a dumb rule. I know why it was made, because you don't want to get hit in the back of the neck with elbows or hammer blows to the back of the neck could cause uh, paralysis that would be terrible but there's nothing can get caused more by the back of the head than the front of the head or the side of the head so it's a dumb rule but that's not my place but anyway anyway any more questions time. we got to go train guys we're going to give you one more minute if you got any questions it was good fights man that was good fights. kevin holland is going to be a champion mark my words right now Kevin Holland will right. be a champion. Get him on our show next week. Okay. We'll do a special edition because I'm off next week. Moreno, Moreno, um, it will be back and he will be fighting. Uh, he will be fighting Davidson again. I hope so. That would be a great fight. And um, as good as uh, Charles Oliveira will be a champion. I think he'll be a champion. Oh, we saw some up and coming champions. He, I think he'll be a champion. And I hope you're okay, uh, you know, Tony Ferguson. You, you, I mean, I think it was his arm, and I think he's too tough to, to like, complain about it at all. But I think his arm got dislocated that, that first round, and that's why he couldn't use it as well. What do you throw? Rear, rear hooks are great. That way, I mean, rear hooks are great. I mean, then follow it up with a, with a, with a front-hand hook. You know, come back with a right hook, then a left hook. You know, sometimes a left hook, right uppercut, left hook. There's all kind of things, all kind of ways to put your punches together. You know, it just depends on how you want to start. I prefer the left hook most of the time because it's closer and you don't you don't commit as much as you do with the rear. Let me tell you guys one thing about commitment before I finish, okay? Um, when you throw this rear hook, you're committing your hip, Right? When you commit your hip to your opponent, right, he owns you. He owns your soul. He owns everything about you, okay? It's like giving your heart, giving your heart to a woman. If you give your heart to a woman, now she owns your soul and she will crush you. She will smash your heart on the ground and crush you. Just like if you give your hip to a good fighter, he'll pick you up and slam you. Right? So there's a similarity. 
keep your heart safe, keep your hips safe, right? Bing. Bing. All right, I'm out of here, guys. Until next time. All right. Things are good. Bing. See you guys.